Hi, hi, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies and the host of the Sparkle and Thrive podcast. And I am so excited today to bring on Pip Isles. Pip is one of our most cherished and favorite guests every year. Her podcasts get lots and lots of listens, and that's because she's the Pinterest queen. So, hello, Pinterest queen. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Joy. I'm just sitting here thinking I look really big on screen, but that's fine. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm really excited about this series. Every year, we do the Social Media Trends series, and this is the 2022 Trends series, of course. And uh, we're really excited to be talking about the trends in social media, um, particularly in all of the different networks. And so we wanted to talk about Pinterest and what's going on this year compared to last year. Now, when we spoke last year, you talked about virtual reality coming into play. Uh, you talked about shopping. You talked about advertising. Yeah. Um, and you've launched an advertising course as part of your social draft. And you are also our Pinterest coach. Um, you came through the Tech Pixies program. You were a head teacher. Didn't yeah. know. You know, you used Pinterest, but didn't know how to leverage Pinterest. And now you're teaching other people how to leverage Pinterest to grow their businesses. So what what is trending in 2022? Anything that kind of fell flat from the 2021 predictions? No, nothing particularly in the sense that I think that some things are taking longer to come through than others, whereas there are other aspects which are just flying. And um, it's always a really good moment before that we dive into what 2022 is going to hold in store for us of what Pinterest does. And the reason that I think that it's really important that we cover that is that it tends to get forgotten or lumped in with it is social media. Well, actually, it's not. It's a, it's a search engine. And um, I've just had a joyous time um, teaching lots of people about how to get started on Pinterest and, and what that does for your business. Um, but it's the light bulb moments when people realize it is not social media, it's a marketing platform and it's really powerful. Um, and it is um, a search engine as popular as not quite as popular as Google, but up there with YouTube and YouTube and, and Pinterest sit really beautifully together. Um, but the beauty of what Pinterest also does is that it, it analyzes its data because it's a search engine. It can see what people are looking for so they can begin to predict what is going to trend in the months, years ahead, because they can see these shifts in what people are searching for. So there have been some really fundamental shifts. And one of them is around shopping. And I know that some businesses did particularly well, actually, over COVID, brilliantly well, and that their sales skyrocketed because people were shopping online. And particularly at the beginning of the pandemic, when actually lots of us were furloughed or, um, you know, and actually still had some money and it was a bit of a novelty rather than now when we're all just dying for it to never talk about it ever again. And it meant that a lot of us turned to shopping online. And of course, Pinterest saw that boom massively. But what they are saying is that it's not stopping because people's shopping habits have changed. We are so more likely to part with our money online, e-commerce, rather than needing to go to a shop. Um, so therefore, if you are in e-commerce, 2022 on Pinterest is going to be huge. 
um, the ability to shop on there is completely changing. So therefore, you can share your products on there and become a verified merchant with ease. So the integration with Shopify that has now rolled out completely, particularly in the UK. And then the new features that come along with that. So style guides, being able to shop up close, um, shop from the search. So putting in those keywords and just being being able to see what you can actually purchase there. Oh, that's interesting. So previously, when you would put something into the search, you'd get a bunch of pictures and then you wouldn't. You'd have to search through them and then click through them. I just know my own experience with Pinterest when I was looking for things like blinds or carpets, you know, as you do, as you're redoing things. It was frustrating to get to a picture you really liked and then not be able to click through to buy something. So what you're saying is it's a little bit like Google Shop. They're going to uh, adjust it so that you can see the purchasable things at the top. And then that's really uh, that's a great advantage. And it it means that, that actually you can specify when you're looking that you want to shop so you can click on shop. And then all of the products show up. So therefore, has that rolled all has that already rolled out or is that yes? Absolutely. And therefore, it means that when you become a verified merchant as well on there, it means that you can um, you are more likely to get shown up within those feeds because it's pulling all of your information from your catalog. For example, if you're on um, on Shopify, although there are if if you're not on Shopify, there's loads of different plugins and workarounds to, to still get that pull in of your catalog. Um, But what is still incredible about it is that it remains high with unbranded searches. So therefore, 87% of people on there, when they are using it as the search engine, are not using brand names or shop names. They are searching for a particular thing or solution. Therefore, even the smallest of business will still show up. It isn't that the bigger brands push out the smaller ones and Pinterest champions the small business owner, the solopreneurs, the the people that are trying to make a difference and they want us to be creative with that. Um, But likewise, on the the flip side of that, because I've just seen Rosemary's question there, was how does Pinterest for services work? How does that service-based work? It works in the same way without the shop. Because the point of Pinterest is that the, the, the Pinterest users out there, we I use it all the time as a user as well as for business. And as a user, I am on there um, looking for solutions. It might be um, the, the dreaded tax return at the moment, you know, tips on tax return. It could also be the fact that the last couple of years has been really hard work, emotionally, having to homeschool your own children if you have children, um, the changes in the dynamics of being at home so much. So therefore, people are searching for solutions like self-care, mindfulness, meditation, morning routines, um, um, school resources. You know, the list is endless. So actually, services on there are equally as important. And you think of Pinterest as being your lead magnet. You're pulling people into you to build your email list, to then nurture those people into clients. And that's something we talk a lot about at Tech Pixies, actually. Uh, I always say in our boot camp, the sales are in the mails. Uh, And really, it's about capturing you know, connecting with someone on social, someone you've never met before, but then getting them into your world through email 
yeah. because at the moment, I mean, I think that will move even more towards um, messenger and phones and everything else. I mean, it already has in other parts of the world, but in, I think in the UK, we're still uh, email based at the moment uh, in terms of our primary communication. And I do think that will change over the next mm -hmm. few years. But what I do think is that, you know, I mean, at one point, Facebook and Instagram went down last year. I don't know if people yep. remember that, but it was sort of a strange period. Like, what? whoa, it's down. What do we do? And, you know, the only way to communicate with your following was through email or not your following, but your community was through yep. email. And it was really interesting because there was this sort of conversation around you know, well, you know, the people who had their mailing lists built up were happy, you know, they were fine when all the social networks went down because they had that, they they sort of owned the connections with their community. Mm -hmm. Whereas, um, but then there was this other camp that was saying, well, but how did they get that mailing list? <laughs> and, you know, they're both right. <laughs> yeah. You need the mailing list in order to connect with your community outside of social media because, you know, social media changes things that were popular, you know, MySpace, it's really interesting I, I, over the break. I mean, I love reading books, you know that. And yeah. um, I read the I read Girl Boss, um, which is an interesting uh, story about a meteoric rise. And then also right after the book was published within about 18 months, her co entire company imploded. But the, 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 the lessons that she learned along the way were incredible. But she started on MySpace and that's that's how she got going. And so, you know, social media networks come and go. But yeah. But building up a way to communicate with your community outside of social media is critical. But it, the starting point is often going to be social media. So it is a very um, catch-22 uh, situation. But if you're doing just one or just the other, you're going to have a hard time, uh, you know, longer term. The, the combination, I believe, is really powerful because you can also use um, Pinterest to push people towards, for example, your Instagram um, you can use your Instagram to push people towards Pinterest, depending on what you're doing on those. Okay, things. now I'm curious about that because we, we talked about that in the last trends. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it was sort of a no-no. Is it yeah. now much more accepted? Absolutely, it is. Um, because what um, what Pinterest does in spade loads is it, it's happy to send people to where they want to go. Okay, okay. so which, which, is, which is very different to most platforms. And um, they are recognizing that many people actually post nearly everything, for example, on Instagram. Um, you know, their, their link in bio with, you know, their basically all of their links to everywhere and maybe not always having a website now. So particularly service based or the product based who haven't quite got their shop there yet, but they're growing their following. Um, and and therefore being able to push your traffic to there is fine. The only thing that remains the same is that sharing of the content between the platforms. We know that um, to a certain degree you can get away with sharing from Facebook to Instagram. You know, you can share the same content on Pinterest as you are on Instagram, but it needs to look very different. There's a yeah. very different strategy behind it but there would be no harm in you sending the traffic to that instagram post well that that question came up actually in our membership um someone said you know what's the deal can i cross post between you know for example facebook and instagram and i said you know you can but they they have they serve different purposes and yeah. you know instagram does not let you put a link in your post whereas facebook does 
So, you know, are you missing, are you going to miss out on traffic by doing the cross posting without, you know, a link? And also, you know, the tags are different and the mentions are different and the, um, the hashtags are different. And so you do, and the number of hashtags you use and things like that. And, you know, of course, Pinterest is different from those networks as well. Let's talk about hashtags uh, and Pinterest, because I think it's something people are curious about. So let's talk about that. Well, it's a hotly debated topic because um, they they introduced hashtags and then said no to hashtags and then said, oh, no, you can use them. And then, <laughs> no, 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 maybe you don't. Um, it's I, making it hard for us to keep the yeah, curriculum really up to date. Is, you know? Talk about just causing stress. I'm a great believer in two things. First of all, don't jump when somebody says use hashtags, particularly on a platform like Pinterest. And I'm also a great believer in in keeping it really simple. And I'm blessed to be continually working on multiple accounts on Pinterest and have, we have a really great connection um, with uh, uh, part of the, the head office there as well. And, you know, we don't see the stats and that's at the end of the game, what's important here, the outcome changing by using hashtags. It's about keywords. And all the hashtags are doing is if you end up with hashtags with fairly random hashtags in there, no one is searching for those hashtags. They're on there going, how do I homeschool my three-year-old? Now with keywords though, so this is important, I would imagine when you're uploading the images, the images themselves also need to have the keywords in the file names or does that matter so much? Or not so much in the file name. What Pinterest does is they scan the image. So the image needs to be relevant to what you are. Oh, now that's an interesting use of artificial intelligence. Yes. So (laughs) is the picture actually what they say the picture is? That is super interesting. But if I, for example, I was talking about uh, mindfulness routines, so well-being, and I had a picture on there of a beach, of a tropical beach. Okay, yeah, lovely picture. Pinterest is going to wonder, now is that, is that, that or or um, is she a, a travel person you know which one are we doing here so you have to be really crystal clear and if you're using a different image then you need the wording on it to say what you are doing okay so and, and text on an image is totally fine on Pinterest absolutely fine and in fact encouraged if um you if the image doesn't speak for itself well, in fact, I just did some, so I, I was in my mastermind, they did a, a YouTube, they just did like a deep dive into YouTube thumbnails. And yeah. they were saying it's really important. We're redoing all of our YouTube thumbnails right now off the back of that. And obviously, we'll be updating our curriculum as well. But just to make sure that you have the key, the key message in that video on the thumbnail of the podcast uh, or you know for us it's a podcast but on the thumbnail of your video so you're saying and and the reason this is important is because when you know as these networks evolve they sort of bounce off each other and and you know what works on one then the other one steals and then you know etc i mean you saw that with reels coming out after tiktok came out etc so in reels on Instagram. But I think it's interesting because there was a period of time and I think it's still relatively there where uh, Instagram and Facebook um, had a lot of text on images, 
and then really stopped recommending it because it, mm -hmm. it became too marketing, too salesy. Uh, and so people pulled back and just went back to images and less text. And then I'm starting to see some of the text creeping back in. And, you know, you can go and you can um, basically scan the picture and see what percentage of your text is uh, or what percentage of your picture is text, et cetera. But with Pinterest, it, it doesn't seem to, to matter as much having the text when you're saying it actually helps. It, it, it definitely helps. And Pinterest recommends there are key things for that pin image um, that they recommend. And one of them is wording, is putting your keywords on there, saying exactly what you're going to do. You know, four top tips um, to uh, uh, the travel industry opening up or, you know. I thought you were going to say the, the top Pinterest trends in 2022. No, I should have done. <laughs> I think we'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> on do that now you, you still run the Pinterest account for Tech Pixies, uh -huh. uh, as well as uh, you're the head of all of our CPD, which is amazing. Um, and you've created this really incredible system for, uh, for, for grading our students. Um, mm -hmm work because in order to get a social media management certification from tech Pixies, you actually have to run a month-long campaign yeah. you have to pre-plan it pre-schedule it you have to report on it you've seen some incredible reports come through what um what are you seeing in the pinterest reports what you know what's is that working for people and, yeah. and what's working for them okay so what's working best for people is interacting more on their accounts so this time last year we were talking um about story pins, which are now idea pins, which are Pinterest's equivalent um, of stories on Instagram, but they never disappear. So they are pins, which are videos, but they could also be stills as well and give quite clear call to action. The difference of them is that they um, don't have that one click through to the destination, but therefore they are encouraging people to have a look to see who that person is and maybe follow them on Pinterest and see what other content they've got and then click through from there. And they are having a really good reach at the moment and good engagement. And I think that um, being more interactive with your account, we've always said that Pinterest is the world for an introvert. It still is. You know, there are many accounts using idea pins without having to show up live like this. Um, however, it is a platform which is becoming more interactive, which is exciting. As long that as is exciting. And that, that was interesting because last year we definitely were talking about the fact that there's not a lot of community on there yet. But I think that is what's changing is, yeah. is that, that an interesting, that, very interesting. There's definitely a community growing and there's there's two things that kind of are underpinning that. One of them is is their, their feedback from their users that over 90% of users say that they use Pinterest because it's a positive place. Because they're yeah. never, ever in all the years that I have been involved with Pinterest and using the platform have I come across anything unkind. I just, you know, it is it's a world of escapism. You're not going to go there to find out what the headlines of the news is today. Yeah, you don't. You go there to look for beautiful things. I mean, I go there to look for beautiful things. And when I was a, a mother, I mean, I still am a mother, but when I was a mother of young children, yeah. I was there all the time for, you know, rainy day ideas. And, you know, how do I make a dinosaur out of cardboard? <laughs> How do I make a castle out of cardboard? Absolutely. Now that is still all there and still does really well because, you know, those mum problems never go away. But added to that now, for example, in the predictions for this year, they're saying within the finance sector, 
there's going to be um, a, a real shift of don't quit your yay job. You know, how do you make money out of being uh, an entrepreneur? How do you leave the corporate world? So there's a huge... Well, they're call it, what are they calling it? The great um, resignation, you know, and, and there, there's been a record number of people resigning. And that's partly because jobs have now, there's a lot of jobs available, right? And there's been, um, and people can switch jobs, they can get better better pay, mm -hmm. et cetera. But also there's this, this concept that, well, actually, if we have to work from home, Anyway, you know, why not build something that we love? And we, I mean, we've seen a huge trend uh, at Tech Pixies from, you know, when we first started, it was all about getting women back into work after a career break. Yeah. And that's what we did for years. I mean, we probably did three years like that. And then I would say, you know, suddenly in 2020, it really, really shifted. And we had a huge percentage of women starting up businesses. And interestingly enough, and I, I was just interviewed yesterday for, um, for a technology award and they were saying you know what's what is this what are you what do you do and i said well you know really it's about getting women confident with technology so that they can actually pursue their dreams and mm -hmm. you know what we find is that as soon as a woman is confident with technology and they're not afraid to put themselves out there which we do a lot of subconscious uh, reprogramming at tech pixies and you're a, a positive psychology coach so i think we should talk about that too yeah. but you know, um, something magical happens when you're not afraid to put yourself out there. It's like you've got all these ideas in your heart and then you start pursuing them. And, you know, a lot of our early tech pixies who, who you know, have been out of the program now for five years, they're alumni. They're all, I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them are working now at tech companies and they're pretty high up in those roles and they were returned to workers. And now we've got women who are launching businesses and very successful businesses. Mm -hmm. I mean, you <laughs> You are an example of one of those students who has launched a very successful business as well. So it's very interesting to see what um, is transpiring for people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, we have a student who's helping teachers transition, you know, out of teaching and into their own businesses. And that's that's what you did. And, you know, some for some people, being a teacher is the right thing for them right now. And that's what they want to do. But for other people, they're ready to do something different. And they're ready to use those tech skills. And you've proven that that's, that's totally doable. And you've created a really thriving career. Do you... I mean, you look at your life now and you think like, do you pinch yourself sometimes? Yeah. Do you know, you know, when, um, when something appears on Facebook of, you know, this memory appeared, okay. Well, something appeared from three years ago on that and which was in relation to my previous job. And I just looked at that and thought, was that me? Did that, you know, I, I led a life that was, um, you know, I, it was my badge of honor of how many hours I worked a week. You know, the tireder I was, the kind of stronger I felt. I mean, it was ridiculous. Um, and I, I'm still passionate about teaching. You know, that doesn't, yeah. that's why I became. You're still a teacher <laughs> in the Pinterest world. It's just in a different world. And it is equally, if not more rewarding. And the skills that I have used through an 18 year education career are transferable. And what I didn't have initially was how do I apply that using tech? How do I apply that on Facebook, on Instagram? Hence why I upskilled in those elements with you and found that actually so much of what I already knew I could do. I just needed the confidence 
to do it yeah. and the, the the understanding of how things worked rather than the fear and as soon as I got that it was yeah it, you kind of get ignited and realize that there is a different world out there and I think teaching is a really good example because it's a very bubbled world when you're when you are in it you don't think that anything else happens anywhere else <laughs> I think that's pretty much every career actually <laughs> is there anything else going on in the world probably yeah. not and, and 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 you don't realize the incredible communities that exist online you know yeah. I would never think three years ago that I'd be sitting here now having a conversation with you you know well I just I was in a conversation yes well, I was on this uh, interview yesterday and the, someone else was being interviewed and I had no idea what she was talking about because you get so nuanced in your own vocabulary. I was, I just had to say to her, I have no idea what you do. I'm really sorry. It didn't make any sense to me. Although she obviously had a really great idea because she was, you know, she was in this room that we were all in, which was super cool, but I just really didn't understand her. And I think that's it. You have got to learn the vocabulary yeah. and you know, that's why we teach the key terminology. That's why we get really engrossed in that. Mm -hmm. um, now we have a life coaching toolkit for, at Tech Pixies for the different networks. And I think it's really good to just touch on some of the things that come up for people on Pinterest. Um, so what comes up for people on Pinterest when they are, you know, in terms of the, the blocks that they might overcome? Cause you, mm -hmm are now a certified positive psychology coach. Thank you. Positive psychology coach. Yeah. And of course, everyone on our team, I mean, we've got, Abby's got, a, she's getting a master's in um, effectively a similar, it's a different type of thing, but it's positive psychology slash neuro coaching, but within the equine world. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, um, you know, we've got a lot of our coaches have certifications and things. So tell us what kind of blocks come up with people on Pinterest and how they can overcome them. Okay, so um, I just want to give some background before I say about the blocks. So um, positive psychology was something that felt very important for me to do. And the reason that that was so um, important was when I am teaching people about Pinterest, and actually this is relative to anything within your business growth, things come up and can block your progress. And it can be things like moving so fast that you don't acknowledge your accomplishments to going through your day at such a pace that you go to bed and you don't acknowledge what you are grateful for, what has happened that day, that you are not putting aside time for self-care. Now, once upon a time, if someone had told me that I needed to ensure that I had self-care every day in my life, I would have just gone, okay, you're not my person. I'm on. <laughs> and I'm, I can be really honest about that. Therese, I don't do bubble baths. No, and I can, I can, um, so Ooh. Teresa, who is the Tech Pixies life coach, we, we often joke about this. She says, I remember you. <laughs> and um, once I realized the importance and more than anything, the impact showed me the importance, it it becomes something that overrides the importance of everything else. So it was really important that I trained to understand how to help other people that I am working with, rather than just reverting to my normal, I'm just gonna be really practical and tell you what to do, which is the teacher in me. I actually wanted to be able to be skilled, to be able to help somebody find their own answers. 
and to be empowered to make their own decisions and know the route to go rather than constantly needing that reassurance. You know, we need to love ourselves a little bit. And positive psychology makes you appreciate the world around you, the situation that you are in. And it is based on scientific evidence. It's not just a say, you know, give yourself your three affirmations every day. It's actually scientifically proven that if we practice gratitude, we feel more positive. And we can control 40% of our feelings. We can control 40%. 50% of our lives are circumstantial. 10% is the way that you are wired. 40% though, we have control over. We have control over whether I woke up this morning feeling exhausted or I bounced out of bed going, yay, I'm going to see joy. Okay. Is that what you did? I did. I'm really excited about seeing you. And it's been a really busy week because we um, are now using that positive psychology to help people move past their blocks when they are upskilling in Pinterest. So the course that we have just launched combines them completely. Because, for example, the first thing is that always comes up for people is I've got to do stuff on tech. I don't do tech. I'm like, yeah, you do yeah. tech. Come yeah. on. You're going to feel so proud of yourself when you get to the end of this. So we we do past pacing and future pacing. OK, so when was a time in your life when you know that you succeeded and on something that you didn't think that you'd be able to do? This is no different. We can do this. We'll give you well, the tools. Exactly. And there's there are so many different things that get triggered by the different networks. But, mm. you know, in our life coaching toolkit, we talk about perfectionism, yep. overwhelm, imposter syndrome, focus and intention, values, mm. goal. We usually talk about values during the Pinterest week, um, goal setting, compare and despair, time management and boundaries, fear and cognitive bias, resilience and dealing with negative feedback, taking action. I think that's the other yeah. one we talk about in the Pinterest week and reflection and partly I think take action because you know you've got to get a lot of content out onto Pinterest in order for it to work is that still the case and maybe we'll wrap up with that and the values and the take action um fits so neatly with Pinterest because Pinterest is steeped in values it's because it's um it's not Twitter Okay, I'm not dissing another platform, I promise you. They, well, every, we, everyone we, has we, its place. We gave up on Twitter. <laughs> it, it just, I think that the, the pandemic did something to people. And, um, you know, we don't have time for that stuff. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we, we just, if you're going to show up, show up in a nice way. And, yeah. and Pinterest is the positive platform. And, and people describe it as the last positive place of the internet because... Apart from the Tech Pixies Facebook group, which I have to say is probably the most positive place. That on goes Instagram. without saying. But the um, the essence of it is steeped in values. Why are you here and show up in a positive way and support others? And that's why three out of five people are more likely to buy on Pinterest. Because They're happier. If they see your business on there. They know that you are aligned with those values. I love right? that. So they, so they enjoy that. And then the action taking, Pinterest is not going to happen without you taking action. And no, and that's the point. I mean, some of the networks, you can get away with one or two posts per week. Pinterest, you 
you can't at the no, moment. You, you still got to pump out the pins. So absolutely, um, I like that. Yeah, you do pump out the pins. Yeah, and and you have to keep going with that. And then you can tap into some you know fabulous scheduling tools which can help you. Um, and it's your favorite scheduling tool for Pinterest. Well, is it changing? It may be changing. Oh yes, oh. I know it may be. Okay, oh, I'm not, we'll, oh. we'll talk about that. We'll talk. We'll have another episode about that. Can I just give a little bit? Okay, give a little okay. bit. So, so shh, lean in. This is like a secret, everyone. Don't so, tell anyone. <laughs> it's always been tailwind. It really has. Up but until now. Up until now. So um, I'm a huge fan of Content Cow. I think they're great. They're fab supporters of small businesses, and I use them for other clients doing other work. And actually, and we use the social draft social media is run through Content Cow. And um, my sister, who we run the business with, with is was one of their first people to be using it many moons ago. Um, but they are integrating Pinterest. And we will be running the workshop in um, two weeks time about that integration. And we are testing behind the scenes. So super excited to get that going. Yes. And if um, you're out of the loop, Content Cow was just purchased by Adobe. So it's a yeah. big deal. It's going to be content cal as a pre-scheduler for those of you who don't know what pre-schedules are it means you can create your content in advance pre-schedule it and it goes out it's mm -hmm. it'll be i mean that partner you know being bought out by adobe is a huge move in terms and, of and actually will become a adobe's um was called spark it's now called content creator cloud i believe it's going to be a big contender for canva as well oh so, yeah well and we knew that was sort of coming because yeah. we've, we've talked to adobe in the past and you know they've got big plans so wow well thanks for that little secret a little insider tip um okay. and uh yeah just want to say thank you for again for coming on and for giving us an update in the 2022 yeah. trends yeah. and uh it's always fun to hang out with you and i thank you know you. it's always a pleasure lovely to see you joy take care yeah.